1: Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. We had a great lineup again for you today if you're just tuning in. Welcome all of you ongoing listeners on Transformation Talk Radio, Conscious Business, and the alike. Um, I get to connect with an old friend, Allie Katz, joining me here today, and she has been super, super busy sharing her message, empowering moms to step fully into who they are and who they can be. You know, how do we transition from a hot mess to a mindful mom? 40 ways to find balance and joy in our everyday lives. And, you know, what's super important about this is knowing that this is a topic that when you hear a hot mess to mindful mom, uh, if you're a mom, you know it. If you know a mom, you know about it. And Allie doesn't even have to begin talking about it. But here's what you want to know. Today, she's going to share what she's learned. She's a best selling author, motivational speaker, certified self care and mindful parenting coach, and a meditation expert. And because she has been in the world as this hot mess to mindful mom expert, she knows what it's like from her own experiences, but more importantly, She has been gathering information from moms all over the world that get it. Allie, it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. You know, I wanted to ask you what this journey has been like having been, you know, how should I say it, uh, singled out, known for, let's just say branded as, you know, this person that is writing the new narrative on Hot Mess to Mindful.
2: You know, I feel so fortunate and so passionate about sharing the tools that can help people transform their lives. Because I say to people, I'm not different than anyone else. I've just been working really hard to change my life, felt really successful, know what works, and now I'm bringing that to other people so that they can use the same tools to change their lives as well. So it's funny. People will say to me, I get a kick out of it every time, they'll say, oh, you teach meditation and mindfulness. Your life must be so zen. And I just laugh because my life doesn't feel zen. I certainly face the same stresses and deal with the same stresses every day that everybody does. Kids, running a house, running a business, having deadlines, aging parents, all of the same things that everyone has. The difference is I have tools that help me to recover from that stress so much quicker. So that's something that used to maybe put me into a tailspin of, yelling or impatience and then feeling guilty and, you know, wishing for a do-over, it just doesn't happen so much anymore because I use all of these tools, the same ones that I now teach all my clients and that I teach in my book, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom. So I feel like it's a privilege to have discovered these tools that really work and now be able to bring them to the world and to moms everywhere.
1: Yeah, you know, as you've been traveling around, you've been talking, you know, to various people uh, across the country, been on various shows, you, you know, what do you think may have changed if you were writing the book today? You know, if you were, uh, you know, if you could go back in time, right? And and bring forth, would there be anything you would add to it?
2: Um, you know, Yes and no. I mean, I'm really proud of it. Yeah. And there's so many great things in there. But I guess it would be even more of um, the standpoint that's going to be, because I guess my third book, because I have a second book coming out this summer in the series, and then my third book I'm starting to work on. And that is really going to be focusing on what you can do in a minute. Because a lot of times moms just feel like they have one minute, like zero to one minute <laughs> to pull it together. So I'm really going to be focusing on, um, you know, what you can do super quickly. And there are tools about that in Hot Mess to Mindful Mom. I have a chapter on one-minute meditations, things you can do really quickly. But I will be expanding more on that in my in my business and in my speaking and in my teaching, because I feel like if everything that I teach, that's what the moms are really grasping onto the most is what can they do super fast. People want results. They need them quickly. They feel pulled in a million directions. And so it's really about how can I help myself in the quickest way?
1: Yeah. You know, you said you were getting ready to, you know, uh, come out with a second book and then, you know, another book. Um, I believe that we're in a time right now where we are so accelerated, not only in our consciousness, but our but but even our emotional intelligence right now. Mm -hmm. You know, we're being hit with so many things at once in such a short period of time that it's hard to make sense as a mom of our, uh, of our lives, but more importantly, it's also the children trying to make sense. How, how, uh, or, or do you believe the outside world is now even laying on top and compounding, uh, things for moms? Well, there's so much pressure,
2: um, to, to be everything and to be everywhere. And I think that, Moms especially feel a lot of pressure in terms of perfectionism and comparison and judgment. And then when they don't meet these crazy expectations that they've set for themselves or what they think perfect is, then there's a lot of guilt. So that is definitely something that I help a lot of moms work through is letting go of that perfectionism, that comparison, and then that mom guilt and really focusing on you know, that you can't control everything that happens in life, but you can control how you respond to it. And also that the underlying most important thing is just really being present with your family and your kids and with yourself. Because as time flies, as my kids are getting so much older, you know, I have one that's, you know, going into seventh grade next year. It's like we're not even the beginning of middle school anymore. I feel like it's going so fast. We don't get a pause button and we don't get a do-over. So we need to be in the moment now. So it's really about being so present. And I think even though there are a lot of um, pressures that society puts on us, society is also moving in a more mindful direction where people feel more comfortable with terms like mindfulness and meditation and even consciousness, like you mentioned. And, you know, people are more comfortable and more open-minded and more willing to try to incorporate these tools into their life. So I see a huge shift in the right direction there with adults and kids. I work with kids and teens sometimes, and they are so open so excited to learn. In fact, I just spoke in San Antonio at a women's conference, and there were a couple um, a couple people brought, brought their teen and tween daughters. and um, my talk was how to deal with stress in one minute or less, and I did a lot about one minute meditations. And when I said we were going to practice one minute meditations, the young people in the room, their eyes lit up. They were so excited. So I think that we really are in such a positive place moving toward, you know, understanding and excitement around these issues and improving our lives in these ways. I think technology has a lot to do with it. People feel a little bit overwhelmed. Now we've had phones for a long time. You know, it's been about 10 years since the iPhone came out and apps, and I think Most people are feeling like they need to pull back a little bit. They need to put the phone down a little bit. It is a little overwhelming. It is a little distracting. So people are looking for these kind of tools. I think that everyone I talk to wants to be more present and feel more present and is willing to take the steps to make that happen.
1: Yeah, and you know, what you're talking about is so, so important. Uh, We're going to take a short break, Allie, but before we do, how can people get a copy of the book, and also, how can they find out more about you?
2: I would love them to visit Amazon or Barnes & Noble, and um, Hot Mess to Mindful Mom is available in Kindle and paperback version, and they can find me at HotMessToMindfulMom.com and find out about all the super cool things that I'm doing, so I would love for them to visit me. Awesome. And, you know, you
1: also have two spirited boys. So, you know, you're coming from a place of, wait a minute, I'm just not making this stuff up. No, it's all from
2: first-hand experience is where (laughs) it started. And then I found what worked, and then I began teaching that to other people. (laughs) So I've been there. (laughs) I know, exactly.
1: You know, it's really funny. I had a mentor that said, you know, you can't take people to a place you haven't gone yourself, and you've gone there. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the mission. What is the mission? What is, as they like to say in business, what is the end game? You know, what is Allie hoping for people to know more about and do more of? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back.
0: Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. Discover the healing medicine from the giant monkey tree frog, Cambo. Cambo practitioner Ginny Rutherford and professional psychic Todd Rolson have come together for lively discussions of alternative healing medicines from the Amazon. Ginny and Todd bring you Cambo Talk Radio. Tune in each Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific to hear from guests all over the world with real life stories and the medicinal benefits of Cambo. For more information, visit cambokiss.com.
3: Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Justice Welling. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more
0: information, visit SpiritualDeed.com. Do you feel that there's
3: a bigger better life for you? Is there anything holding you back from living the life you were meant to live? If you'd like to find your life's true purpose and calling, join the world's foremost authority on primal spirituality, David Carshare, in Becoming a Sun Radio: Emotional and Spiritual Intelligence for a Happy, Fulfilling Life. Tune in once a month to Becoming a Sun Radio with David Carshare on the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit davidcarshare.com today treat the body and expand
1: the soul on june 1st with lynn brown in this all-inclusive retreat you'll treat your body with breakout sessions in the various elements of nature enjoy fireside chats while harnessing the healing energy of fire allow more light with more ease and activate that connection between the body and spirit call 206-931-7356 or visit lynnmbrown.com Everybody, Welcome back. Uh, welcome back to Dr. Pacho Transformation Talk Radio. You know, I think we all get to have a purpose, a passion, but especially a mission. And, you know, a mission is very different. Um, and, you know, studying business, I learned how different a mission can be. You know, it's different than a vision. Um, you know, we have a vision for what we're creating in the world. We also have a Several missions. One of them is to raise the level of awareness for Lyme disease. And as such, you all be, will, will be getting emails from us to engage in a new crowdfunding idea and a new idea to educate the world through fun video game characters. You know, imagine a character called the Lime Slime. Well, it's a mission and a mission has action associated to it. We have another mission to bring positive talk, transformational talk to the world. But it's not enough just to do that. We have a mission to create a community of action. Positive media mojos. Everybody's going to be able to be a mojo maker. Why are we this creative? Why is Ali so creative? And what is it about this idea that goes from an idea to a mission? A mission has got teeth in it so it doesn't make any good for me to tell you about what we're doing unless we do it and Allie, that's what the question is about you know this idea of vision and dream is you sitting in your kitchen thinking oh I think I should do this but a mission has a little bit more punch don't you think
2: Yeah, I think that passion really fuels your mission. And when you're passionate about something, then it it fuels that fire of action. And my mission is really to help other women, other moms, have the same light bulb moment that I had. Years ago, when I realized that being a martyr and being last on my list thinking I was doing it right and proving my love for my family by putting myself last just brought an overwhelmed, depleted and exhausted version of me to my family in the world. But the light bulb moment happened when I started practicing even a few minutes a day of self care and realizing, wait a minute, there is another way. And when I a few minutes, even just a few minutes on myself, I bring a more balanced, energized, joyful version of mom and Ally to the world. And it's really my mission to help other moms gain access to the tools through my books, through my speaking, through my teaching, so that they realize, wait, this doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to take even that much time, but a little bit of self-care goes a long way. And I can change the way I parent. I can change the way I live. I can change the way I feel inside. And that transformation is possible when you have the right tools and a guide to just sort of show you how it's done and and, and guide you along your journey. So That is my mission to help other people understand that it doesn't have to be that hard or that time consuming. And if it's possible for me, it's possible for anyone that just puts a little bit of effort into it.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, one other thing that I want to ask you about is you have feet on the ground. And I want to talk about that because Sometimes I don't, and I've read your book, and I know, and you've done many shows with me, so I know that you are somebody that is out in the world, right? And it is so important. Now, I want to get back to something you said because you may not know this. I don't know if you know that moms ages 35 and over, and if you you haven't seen the study that was done by moms about moms, 35 and over, pretty much own the market on live streaming, in uh, live streaming and access to smartphones. It's something like 92% of them own smartphones, right? Mm-hmm. And 79% of them do almost everything on their phone.
2: Well, I my phone use you. is yeah. with like, so I, you think it would be like <laughs> teenagers, but no. it is with like 35 to 52 year olds. Yes. And this is crazy. The average adult in that age span checks social media 17 times a day. 17 times. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm sure, I, I guess I've read a similar study, but, but there, it's um, it's mind-blowing. Exactly. Okay, so here's my
1: question. You know, it, are we talking uh, for moms, right? Just for moms. Let's stay with moms for a minute. You know, are are we talking about You know, a gift in this technology or a curse
2: in this technology, and I think you know what I mean, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's both. Um, One of actually, when you speak about yeah, it's both. Um, You know, technology can be used in amazing ways to help us feel more connected to loved ones, to share, to um, help keep each other safe, and know where our kids are. And you know. It's funny when I think back to when I was growing up and, you know, we would just go ride bikes for three hours after school and our parents had no way of knowing where we were, you know, what we were doing. They just like trusted we were going to come home. I mean, now I send my, you know, almost 12 year old off with a friend to ride a little bit in the neighborhood, but he has his phone. I can check in with him. He can check in with me. It's so different. So for that, I feel blessed that I feel that layer of safety knowing that I can check on my kids. But um, it can be a curse in terms of the way it steals our attention and makes us really distracted and less present. So another mission that I have is actually um, I developed a program called the Digital Detox for the Modern Mom. And I developed this because a lot of my clients were saying, I feel addicted to my phone. I really want help around this. I don't want to feel so tied to it. I want to feel more present in my life. And I thought to myself, hmm, you know, I think I'm pretty good around the phone, but I think I could be better, and I want to utilize these tools for myself too. So I started practicing and seeing what worked around um being more intentional and more mindful about phone use and more present. In my life, when I put the phone down for just little bits of time, and then I started teaching my clients, and they loved it, and then I developed this program. So I think that we want the technology because it really can be a blessing for us, but we also need to double down and be even more mindful and intentional about how we use it and giving ourselves time to walk away from it and be really present with our loved ones. So it just takes some serious effort to just put the phone down sometimes and walk away and know you're going to be okay for 10 minutes without it. You know, And when you start practicing, it's very freeing even to put the phone away or put it on do not disturb for 10 minutes at a time. That's how we start in the digital detox. We just start with 10 minutes and it's amazing. Yeah.
1: What I love about what we're talking about here is you are so full of ideas and tips, and just how to get and rise above, you know, the pressure. And you know, we're talking about moms, and of course, there are dads that that have the same roles, right? You know, yeah. we're talking about people that are trying to balance, juggle, go to work, come home, take care of this, do that, and you know, there if if we. If, we turn around every five minutes. There's another mo- movie being made about moms. I mean, my friend just said to me, Have you seen the movie? I think it was called Crazy Moms, but I don't think oh, that's bad true. Mom. Bad, bad Moms. Bad Moms, thank you. Have you seen? And I said, Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, it doesn't sound like it's very, um, what did I want to say? Uh, 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 complimentary, right? But it's another way to say moms are really got their hands full, Allie. This is not a myth, is it?
2: It's not. Moms are juggling a tremendous amount, more and more all the time with more, even forget, you know, there's like external pressure and internal pressure. So there's pressure from the world, all the responsibilities, and then there's pressure we feel and that we put on ourselves to do it all perfectly or we're failing at motherhood. You know, so I think, and it's funny because the Bad Moms movie, it's not, it's more, to me, about kind of shirking the system a little bit and just saying, this is ridiculous, nobody's perfect, it's an unrealistic expectation, and we're just going to be real. And I think that more and more moms are coming to that of saying, like, it is hard. I mean, even I teach these things. Okay. I teach these tools. (laughs) I'm like considered an expert in my field and I still work these tools like a full-time job. If I don't practice them, I can fall off the wagon, right? Like I'm still human. So I have to always be practicing and I will say, there's times that I have to call myself out. There's one time my kid called me out. I remember we were on the way to school. He was like seven years old. This was probably two years ago. And I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. My energy was just off. I was just having one of those hot mess mornings. I just, you know, wasn't as patient and present as I aim to be most of the time or try to be most of the time. And we were driving to school, and I probably was a little snippier than because now I practice these tools (laughs) all the time, so my kids aren't used to seeing that side of me because it doesn't come out very often. (laughs) And my son, you know what he said to me? He goes, Mom, I think you need to use one of those tools that you teach everybody else. And I said, You know what, sweetie? You're right. Thank you for being my little messenger this morning. I needed that. And so we, even though we try and we try and we try and we work it and we work it and we practice, we still have these moments of just humanness. We're not going to be perfect. I'm a teacher of this and I'm not perfect. I'm just working as hard as everybody else at it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we're going to talk about this when we come back because, uh, you know, Benny has been my longtime producer here and, you know, I often think of what it's like for men who are or have a strong role as children caretakers and workers. And when we come back, I want to talk with you about the dynamics of what a hot mess looks like. What does a hot mess look like? I mean, I can only I'm gonna imagine I'm going to channel
2: it. myself from like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Seven, eight years ago, and I'm going to be All able to right. tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So
1: someone who has ra- I raised my brother. So here's what a hot mess looks like when you're raising your brother and you're in the mom role. You got your little brother and he's got a little hamster. And you think you're helping your little brother with the little hamster and playing with it. And you don't know that hamsters don't fly. And you put that thing up in a tree and you're thinking you're having a good experience with your brother, and that sucker falls down, crashes and burns, and you traumatize your brother, how much therapy did I have to go in and moms face this every day? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. One, two, three, Uh uh-huh. Do you ever feel as if you're working twice as hard but only getting half as far? Are you trying to connect with your path in life and finding it elusive? Mainstream Metaphysics Radio is a weekly call-in show where we harness our connection with the universe and use what is in our power to affect change for optimal success and happiness. This hit show bridges the divide between what is and what we do not know. Eve, named one of the country's top psychics, also known as the MBA Psychic, invites you on this journey for this live calling show with readings, featured guests, leaders, and visionaries in both business and spiritual callings. So join Eve Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com as she takes metaphysics mainstream. For more information about Eve, visit EliteTarot.com. That's EliteTarot.com.
0: Awareness is universal. Establishing a living awareness through meditation brings peaceful, healthy, and creative well being into your everyday life. The practice of living awareness, Spirit Fire's own meditation practice, is built on this belief and is designed for every level of practitioner. Each year, Spirit Fire hosts living awareness meditation retreats that allow you to explore the practice in depth at our retreat center in beautiful Western Massachusetts. Introduce yourself to meditation and the practice at the Foundations Retreat. Attend, in silence, a silent meditation retreat focused on mindfulness, presence, and nature, or be engaged with the meditation sittings themselves at the Deepening Retreat. Start adding to your awareness and attend a meditation retreat designed to cultivate consciousness in your everyday life. For details on attending a Living Awareness Meditation Retreat, visit upcoming events at www.spiritfire.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk
1: Radio to Thrive By. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got Talk Radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Yes! Yeah. Check us out with drpacho.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm.
3: Oh, my goodness. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Mr. Benny is all over this. Uh, Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Um, You know, if you're stepping back and you're, let's say you're watching The Voice. Now, I'm watching The Voice. And, you know, people are like, Pat, really? Reality TV? Listen, I love talent. Benny will tell you that you don't want me to sing. You don't want me to sing. And as children, my mom would have been considered, like Allie's talking about, the hot mess
3: mom. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't not want you to sing. (laughs) That's not true.
1: Oh, my gosh. But you know what the result of that's going to be,
3: right? Well, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) if you want to compare, like, the voice quality, we might have to work a little bit.
1: Now I got to tell you, I'm
3: being, I'm being nice yeah, no,
1: he's being honest and I love it because I'll be the first to tell you that, you know, Benny has heard me try to sing along. Well, cause of, I know or, I
3: can't, I don't even try. So. Oh my God, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
1: I know. Me but, neither, by the way. Okay. No, see, we, but, should all, yeah. so we should all three form a strong. group. We
3: should all form a group. Okay. <laughs> so the
1: end of the, by the end of the show, the three of us need to sing. Oh wow. But my mom, Allie, Benny, my mom. I had to tell you, gave me confidence to sing, even on live TV. But here's how. I mean, live uh, uh, radio. As kids, I had two brilliant stepsisters that could sing. My stepmom and my sisters were from the South. Music was an integral part of their upbringing. So here we go, hot mess mom. Off we go. And she gets the three of us together. We're all dressing up like in our, our little dresses. And she would teach us how to sing songs like Who's Sorry Now or a Patsy Cline song. And my two sisters could sing like birds. I could not. And my t- my sister my sister Joyce, turned to me one day and she said, she said, Patty, Patty, can you just move your lips? We will carry the song. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. It is funny. But here's what I want to say about it. As my mother tried to juggle a blended family, and as we grew up, we were still her children, but we were crazy, Allie. My mom tried to be the blend between the hot mess and the mindful mom later in life she talked about it and the question i want to ask you is what is it that we can say to the moms and even the dads because you you know during the break we were talking and benny is raising the he's not doing it alone but he is he is somebody that is involved in the in the parenting how do we put this blueprint together
2: I I think think expectation is a big part of it because what I tell people is balance is not a place you find and stay. Balance is a constant recalibration. So, we are sort of doing really well and then we have a hot mess moment and we're like, okay, I need to use my tools. I need to come back to balance. We are stay there for a little while, get a little dip again. It's learning how to ride the wave. We're constantly having to use our tools to get back to center, get back to balance when we slip and we will slip. We're human. Right? So we will feel really stressed and really overwhelmed, and then we'll say, okay, what tool will help me to feel better and come out of this quickly? So I think it's the letting go of the expectation of perfection and letting go of the expectation of you're going to get to this even place where you're never going to move because you're always going to be moving. Yeah. And I think that is so important for people to understand. It's a constant recalibration. You know, I get
1: to be sort of, uh, I don't know, what do do you call it, Allie, when, you know, now you have, you know, generations of children. Um, I have a a 10-year-old that's in my life, and I just love her. I adore her. And, you you know, I I mean, how do we or how do you uh, help us pass on generational wisdom? Because hot mess to mindful mom. Let's not forget there are the grandmas. Now, I don't know if you're going to write a book that says hot mess to mindful mom to wise grandma or something, but there's, there's this generation, there's a legacy of this wisdom for you to mm-hmm. share. How mm-hmm. are you going to help us connect those dots?
2: Honestly, the best way to teach our kids and the best way to pass it on is by modeling. Our kids pay so much more attention, or our grandkids, or our nieces and nephews, whoever it is. They pay so much more attention to what we do than what we say. So we can talk and tell them all day long what you need to do, and you need to calm down, and you need to breathe. But if you're not doing it, and they don't see you doing it, it's not going to matter. So it's a lot about what you do, even more so than what you say. So the more they see you breathing in times of stress or saying, you know what? Mommy needs a minute to breathe and calm down so I can be mm-hmm. a better mom. You need to give me that. You, Your kids see you do that enough times. You know what they're going to start doing when they feel stressed? Tell You're me. not going to have to say a word. They're going to start taking deep breaths. It's all yeah. about the modeling. Yeah. That is the best way to pass on this information. I, I want to take
1: a moment because I realized in listening and us talking during the break and, and of course just thinking about Benny, I realized that there's a missing piece here. I have two friends um, that are going through horrific divorces on the table conversations and or separation is on the table conversations. And I don't think we talk enough about the impact of what goes on between um, two adults, men and women, women and women, men and men, two adults, let's just say two adults, and what happens when things are not so honky dory anymore. Are you addressing that? Or do you address that? Or maybe it's going to be in your second and third book.
2: But it's a factor, isn't it? Yes, it's not really something that I address. Mm-hmm. But I think that specifically, I guess I should say. But yeah. I think that um you know, I am the product of divorce
0: mm-hmm. and
2: so I'm familiar with that as part of life. Um I think that in stressful times like that, it's even more important that's when you have to double down, triple down, quadruple down of using your tools and recalibrating your energy and staying you know, at your highest vibration as much as you can or gaining the awareness around when you feel like crap and you're stressed and overwhelmed and about to lose it and what can you do in a couple minutes to bring yourself back to center, to bring yourself back to balance so that you don't take it out on your kids, the ones in your life you love the most, So that you can stay feeling kind of sane and centered. So I think it's... But here's the thing. The more you practice tools like one-minute meditations, for example, the more you practice these and you make any minute that feels wasted or procrastinating or sitting at a traffic light instead of reaching for your phone, standing in the grocery store line instead of reaching for your phone, the more you practice these things when you feel good, the easier it is to pull these tools out when you feel stressed. So it's a lot about practicing.
1: Yeah. And the reason I asked that question, there's a real, there's a reason I asked that question because I, I did know a little bit about you. I also know a little bit about myself and you know, what I want to bring to the forefront about this conversation, Allie, is that, you know, your books, your vision, your mission is to provide tools and those tools span a wide array of situations. Yes, absolutely.
2: Right? Yeah, Any of life's stresses, which right. can be divorce, which can be right. kids not doing well in school, which can be, you know, having issues with perfectionism. It can be anything because stress is stress. We have one stress response called the fight or flight response. Do you fight or do you run away from danger? And this... Stress response kicks in the very same way, no matter what the stress is. So you could have a family member in an accident, or you could be imagining something bad in your head, and the same physical chemical reactions happen in your body, no matter what it is. And the buildup of these chemicals in our body can lead to toxicity, which can have long-term effects like heart disease, insomnia, depression, anxiety, even cancer. And 90%, doctors claim that 90% of illness and disease can be blamed on stress, can be coming from stress. So we can either say that stinks and that's terrible, or we can empower ourselves to have tools to deal with the stress of life so that we can recover so much quicker. We can stop ourselves from going into the fight or flight response by using these tools. So... In today's modern society, day and age, with everything coming at us from all different angles, family obligations, work deadlines, financial burdens, all these things, we need these tools more than ever because we want to stay healthy. We want to be around for our kids. We want to feel good in our life. We don't want these chronic conditions that that have a 90% chance of coming if you don't learn how to manage the stress of day-to-day life. Yeah,
1: I, I, I think I'm going to skip break here because I, I want to make sure we talk about a few other things that's, that are, are so important. Now, I know, you know, folks know uh, Hot Mess to MindfulMom.com. They can go to uh, you and I were talking during a break that you have a book that's ready to come out. It's done. And then maybe a book after that. Can you please share with us how the journey continues for you and the Hot Mess Moms?
2: Yes. So um, my book that's currently out is Hot Mess to Mindful Mom. And then the next book coming out in August, which is available for pre-order on Amazon now, is called Get the Most Out of Motherhood. And this book is sort of the next phase. So Hot Mess to Mindful Mom is 40 ways to find balance and joy in your everyday. So it's really 40 tools for self-care. And then Get the Most Out of Motherhood is really about the next phase, bringing this mindfulness. To your family. So there's three sections in this book as well. And the first one is mindful mom mindset. So there's more tools in there um, related to mindful parenting. And then, um, there, The second section is mindful mom methods, so really how to set your home up for success, how to have rules around technology, how to, you know, have the best ways to get your kids' attention, how to really set things up for success, systems in your home that work. And then the third section is mindful mom moments, which is really ways to connect with your kids, to feel that true connection and be really present and really elevate your relationship with your kids to another level where they really see and feel you being present and, you know, really with them, really engaged, you know, really focused and how to do that and how to enjoy that and how to make that a reality in your life. So that's what the next book is about.
1: Oh, I love it. Um, Let's stop for a minute and talk about meditation. Um my favorite I, topic. <laughs> I I love it and that's why I wanted to get to it. I don't think we can say enough about how it is such an amazing solution and yet it is probably one of the most difficult things to ask another person and actually have them do it. I actually have a chair from my friend Dan Cohen that uh has changed my life in that way because I've struggled all my life with meditation. How how are you speaking with moms about this? What is their response to meditation? And, And please give us an idea of why and how it is a solution.
2: Well, there are so many incredible benefits from meditation. So meditation really touches body, mind, and spirit. You know, physical benefits like lowering your blood pressure and your cholesterol, helping to regulate your sleep patterns, your digestive patterns, helping with chronic pain. Then mental benefits, such as feeling less stressed, being less reactive, having more compassion for yourself. And then spiritual benefits, like feeling more connected to your intuition, more connected to your purpose in life, more connected to the world around you. So it really touches so many parts of you. So my job, what I say is, My job is to teach meditation for the real world. How can I make meditation feel easier for moms? So I clear up first a lot of misconceptions around meditation, like I have to clear my mind and or I'm not doing it right. That's just not correct. So I work with moms a lot of times about, you know, what meditation really is, what it means, how to do it properly. Properly is doing it. Okay, there's no way to mess up. There's no way to do it wrong. If you're doing it, I always teach people to have a focus, so I make it feel really easy. So, for example, I may have you do some deep breathing, do a body scan to be sure your body's nice and relaxed, where you just, you know, relax your body from head to toe, part by part. And then the rest of the meditation, you would just match your inhale and exhale. So count to three as you breathe in and three as you breathe out. That's meditation. Now people are like, well, I can't concentrate. My mind wanders. That's part of the process. Human beings are wired to think and have a thought about every two seconds. So your only job during meditation is when your mind wanders to come back to your focus. Your mind wanders again. You come back over and over and over. No matter if you're sitting there thinking there's no way this is working, this can't be doing anything, it is. And it's just about trusting the process. And what I think is so important for moms is really the shift in perspective, because a lot of moms tell me, oh, I just don't want one more thing to do. And I always say, well, if you think of meditation as a to-do, it's going to feel like a chore. But if you think of meditation as a gift that you're giving to yourself, a few minutes a day of peace and quiet just for you to feel calm, to feel present, to feel balanced, you're going to love meditating. It is a gift you're giving to yourself. So you just have to frame it in that way. And I think that's a real game changer around meditation.
1: I love it. You know, I want to ask you this question. Um, There are a lot of things that I think probably have stayed the same since you first thought about uh, bringing this powerful conversation to the forefront. But there may be some things that have not stayed the same. And I wanted to ask you what you think um, since the beginning, what you think perhaps has been one of the greatest changes, impactful changes that may, have ha- may be having an influence on moms right now?
2: I think that even m- another part of my personal transformation, I get comments on a lot because I think when I started teaching, I had this idea that I had to have it all together uh. and that I had to portray this, persona of, you know, having this all down a hundred percent and never having a hot mess moment and being, you know, perfect in my teachings and practicing. And the more I share that I work these tools all the time, I use them all the time. They help me all the time, but occasionally I have moments where I feel just totally human and I, I just have a moment and I, Lose my patience, or I'm hard on myself, or I judge myself, or I compare myself. I get so many comments when I'm willing to be so authentic and share that, and people say it makes me feel so much better to know that you, as a teacher, still deal with this and face this and get through this. Has made my teachings even more relatable and people even more excited about them because. They feel that they can relate to me more. So that has been a huge shift for me personally is, you know, letting go of that judgment of myself and knowing that no one has it together a hundred percent of the time and that's Mm -hmm. okay. And that's just made me help other people even more.
1: Wow. I love it. Um, you know, and the work that you do is also transformative to people you touch. Um, you know, what is it like for you today uh, being live in front of people speaking? You know, what is it like to just see the people on the outside, right? It's one thing for you and I to be sitting in our sitting in our offices or sitting in our homes and writing books or me preparing for a show like this, right? But then we get in the outside world. and we're in front of hundreds, maybe thousands of people, and we're speaking and we're sharing. I want to ask you this question. Um, What do you find has been the greatest gift in this
2: for you and your children? The greatest gift for me is um, I think when I'll run into people after they come to one of my talks or workshops, and they'll run up to me, and they're so excited to see me, and they can't wait to tell me that they're using the tools and they're making a difference, and they love them, and they're teaching them to other people. To me, there's no greater gift as a teacher and an author and a speaker to put your heart and soul into teaching something and then having people say, I'm using it, and I love it, and it's making my life better. So that is probably just the best feeling in the world. And then as a mom, seeing my kids use the tools without me having to prompt them just shows me how much modeling matters, how much I'm changing their lives for the better, and how much I'm normalizing all of these things for them. Because, you know, years ago, things like meditation and mindfulness just, like, kind of sounded weird. And people were (laughs) like, that's so woo-woo, and that's so weird, or you're a hippie, or, you know, it kind of had a stigma. And so helping to change that for families, and especially my own family, um, you know, my husband, who was a huge skeptic of meditation when I started, for him to see him using these tools and to see him telling people about them. And it just goes to show how when you use tools and people see them working, how excited they get to use them and how that modeling really matters. So I'm changing my own kids' lives for the better, which will change my grandkids and my great-grandkids, and it'll keep going and going. So I don't think there's anything better than that legacy, right?
1: All right, exactly. Well, first of all, thank you for today, and I've got one last question for you. And thank you for all that you keep doing um, in the world, Allie. What is your personal message? What would you like to say to everyone listening?
2: I think I would say, or what I will say is, It doesn't have to feel that hard. You just have to get started. Sometimes the idea of doing something in our head is a lot harder than it actually feels to do it. So just getting started and making one small, tiny tweak or one small, tiny change or reading my book and choosing one thing to do out of the 40 and starting there. And when that feels good, choose another. Just getting started is the most important thing. It'll be amazing where just that one small tweak will take you because small changes have a huge impact. So you don't have to overhaul your entire life at one time. You just have to start with one small change. And I believe that everybody that wants to do that can do that and will be successful at doing that. And Allie, how can people work with you directly? Um, they can find me at hot mess to mindful There's a contact form. They can get in touch with me. And um, I have a couple different offerings. I have a special offering right now called a VIP day if anyone wants to contact me about that. Of course, my books are on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. I'm on Instagram as AllieCats underscore hot mess to mindful mom and on Facebook as hot mess to mindful mom with Cast. And I have an amazing online Facebook community. Called the Hot Mess to Mindful Mom Community, which I would invite everyone to join. It's it's a fun, fun place.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you so much! And for those of you out there, we're not done yet. Done yet? Another hour on Transformation Talk Radio coming up right now.
0: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.